Welcome to the Slumber Party Pod, a deep dive into DCOMs. I'm Paris Hilton. And I'm Nicole Ritchie. And this week, we watched The Simple Life. I'm kidding. We watched Cowbells. <laughs> but essentially, the we watched life. Simple Life. And you know what? What, what, what can, what more can we ask for, really? I know. It actually, I had this- never, oh, go, go, go. I was gonna say, I'd never seen this movie before, somehow, yeah. um, and when, before I pressed play, I was reading the little summary, the synopsis on Disney+, Plus, which mm-hmm. Lizzie will read later, and I literally said, oh my god, is this movie The Simple Life? Yeah. Which I've also never seen. <laughs> so really, this is all just conjecture. Yeah, I'm out of my element here. I almost said this is all. This is all just conjunctions. Conjunction, junction. Junction. What's your? We're gonna get copyrighted. No. Oh no. Um. But so Hannah had never seen this movie before. Mm-mm. Welcome to the club. I had seen this movie before. Um, it has some familiar Disney faces for those of you who were alive during this time period and consumed a lot of Disney-related media. Um, which Wait, I were there a lot of familiar faces, or were there only two familiar faces? There was only two. It was only oh, two. okay. Um, but you know, that's more than other movies have. So true. I just was worried that there was going to be. Um, some that I missed. No. Um, oh, you asked. You rated Dadnap to three. Okay. What did I rate um, Halloween Town three? A 3.5. Okay, thanks. And you rated Halloween Town one a 2.75. Perfect. So. Thank you. There you go. You're welcome. Um, yes. What was I? I can't remember. Clearly, it wasn't that important, but. Um, oh, actually, I do remember what I was going to say. This actually coincides really, really well with a piece of current pop culture. Um, it's not gossip, just like an interesting pop culture thing right now. Um, so I think it was W Magazine. Yeah, so W Magazine did their 2022 TV portfolio Mm -hmm. where they interviewed a bunch of current TV stars, um, and photographed them as, like, TV stars that they look up to. And so it was, like, Nicholas Braun, who was in Minutemen. <gasps> yeah, oh, I yeah. love him. And, and Sky High. And Sky High. And oh now is in Succession, which I have not watched. Oh, you know, I haven't um, seen that. All I know, the only person I knew that was in that is um, Kieran Culkin. Yes, but this is interesting that we should mention this about... Um, the Simple Life, because Elle Fanning, the person she looked up to, was Paris Hilton. Oh. And so she, I'm going to show you here, and we'll mm-hmm. post a picture of it on the Instagram. She dressed up as Paris Hilton in The Simple Life. 
Aw, W Magazine shoot, which is really interesting. Honestly, that would be yeah. such a fun, like, duo, like, friend Halloween costume. Yeah, it would. Um, another cool one, this is not related to DCOMs, but I thought it was so interesting. Jessica Beale, mm-hmm. who's obviously, like, a very famous actress, um, was also in this <clears throat> portfolio. And she went as Dawn Draper from Mad Men. <laughs> so she's got like super super short hair and she's in a suit and it's such a power move and all it reminded me of is there's an ex- episode of sex in the city where charlotte is like kind of dating kind of just flirting with this photographer and his like thing that he does is he has women dress up like men and photographs them and it turns out that that's like kind of like a thing that he's into in other ways, not just artistically. Um, But that's what that picture of Jessica Biel reminded me of because it looks exactly like one of the photos from the show. So that was a weird little thing. But yeah, I thought the Elle Fanning Simple Life thing was so cool. That is cute. Yeah. All right, Hannah, Mm -hmm. it's your turn to... Do our cheeky little recap, our 60-second summary. Okay. I'm How nervous. Are you feeling about that? <clears throat> I think you're going to do I'm great. nervous. I don't think I know any of the characters' names. That's okay. Not necessarily. Except for maybe the main two. Well, you're already doing better than me. Maybe. I don't remember their names, and I'm having a hard time. Do you want me to give you their names? Would that make you feel better? No. Let me just look at IMDb for one second. Okay. okay, I was right. Okay. I don't know anyone else's names, but I know the main characters' names, and I'll just, like, I'll Go describe everyone else. Sure. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, go. So this movie is about two sisters. Their names are Courtney and Taylor Callum, except for they're switched in their ages, and they're played by Allie and AJ, which we'll get to later, and they kind of live, like, a share Horowitz life. Like, they're very rich, they live with their single dad, their mom passed away, they have a lot of money, they get everything they want. I'm sorry if I just hit my microphone. Um, and then, like, their, um, Taylor just got her driver's license and, like, her dream car, and the younger one is, like, planning her, like, cotillion debutante ball, like, where her allowance is, like, $25,000, and then they get into some trouble, they ruin a car, they do something else, and basically their dad's like, you have to go to work, because he owns, like, a dairy plant, um, Callum yogurt and milk, etc. So he makes them go to work, and then he goes out of town for a trip, and then while their dad leaves, all of a sudden like, all the money from the company is missing, and first everyone blames their dad, and is, like, really mad at these girls, and is, like, you guys are spoiled, your dad stole from us. Oh, no! So, basically, I'm gonna go over. (laughs) Yeah, go. So, basically, um, they have to save the dairy business while their dad is gone, and also they each kind of find love, but they also have sister issues. Yes, perfect. That was great. And you know how I know? It no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, because I was focusing so hard to what you were saying. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, she's got it. I forgot to give you the countdown and tell you when. <laughs> so it was a very captivating storytelling. And you know oh, what? Thank you so much. That's what this is all about. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's art. I can't have constraints. 
It's the Kenny Ortega Masterclass. Oh my god. I would take that so fast. I feel like Kenny I Ortega... Think, could, I don't know if I could be in the same room as him. I think I could. I think there's really only one person I couldn't actively be in the same room with because I think I would have a panic attack. And it's Julie Andrews. No, I think I could meet her. I think Kenny Ortega, like, I would be too intimidated and too starstruck. Every Starstruck. Camera bus flashing. I don't think he did that. Not yet. Sorry. Not yet. We haven't. I don't think Kenny did it either. No. Sneak peek. Um, Sneak peek. Lizzie, why don't you give us the, the real summary since I kind of did a... So, Mediocre they didn't job. go into as much detail as you. So, mm-hmm. poo-poo. They kept it under their limit. <laughs> Super spoiled rich girls, Taylor and Courtney Callum. Parentheses. Allie and AJ Mashalka. Mashalka? That's their last name? Yeah. I never um, did you know that AJ, AJ's real name is, like, Amanda or something? I didn't. I thought that yeah. they were twins until, like, four years ago. That was a jump scare for me, by the way, seeing them coming up in the, uh, yeah, it is, it's Allison and Amanda, and I said, I don't know them. (laughs) Anyway, sorry, parentheses, Allie and AJ Michalka have a lot to learn from their dad, or have a lot to learn when their dad insists they take summer jobs at the family's dairy while he goes on a long overdue vacation. While struggling to balance the pressures of popularity, crushes on totally cute boys and the pain of really growing up, will these, quote, cowbells be able to save the family business and become better people in the process? It was released in 2006. And it, that's that. It was super cute. It was cute. It was cute. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Audience score is a 62%. Mm -hmm. There is no critic score. And just for S's and G's, the IMDb score is a 5.1 out of 10. Ooh, that's kind of lower than we normally see. Like, 60% is, that's pretty typical of a DCOM. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I want to give this, I think I want to give this a 2.75. Five. Okay. Yep. Cause it was super cute. Um, I would probably rewatch it, but like only for a special occasion. Only if someone like was like, "We're gonna do this and watch cowbells." Yeah, if someone was like, "Let's watch cowbells," I'd be like, "Hell yeah, that, that's a fun movie." Yeah. But like, I wouldn't like. It's no zombies three. You know what I mean? Well, what is? Other than Descendants, too. <laughs> yeah, there isn't. Yeah. There's no comparison. No. Um, maybe Lizzie, what we'll about find you? It. I'm also going to give it a 2.75. <sighs> Great minds. Which is kind of shocking, because I'll be honest, I went into this really thinking that I was going to love, love, love it. And because I had seen it before, this is one of those, it's one of the few DCOMs that I've gone into and, like, felt like, I kind of feel too old to be watching this right now. 
like yeah, I kept, a little bit. Like I kept catching myself, like just getting so frustrated with them, and I was like, "This is an old person problem. <laughs> this is a person." Yeah, they were so spoiled and out of touch with reality that it hurt. Mm-hmm. And like I said in my too long summary, my 90 second summary, um, mm-hmm. they were like kind of sheer Horowitz vibes, but like at least at like share from Clueless, we like see her at school. So we see her interact with all different sorts of people right. for most of this movie. Like it seems that they're like on summer vacation Right. So we just see them with, like, each other and their rich friends, and then, like, their dad's, like, employees at the factory. Yeah. So it's just, like, they are so out of touch with reality and are in for such a rude awakening. And, like, you know, they show up to the first day of their work punishment in, like, little stiletto heels and, like, you know, silk dresses. Yeah. And I, I think I wrote down, like surely did they really think that they were gonna wear that crap to work at a a dairy plant like everyone else is in hairnets and smocks right i think this is definitely a movie that shows its age Mm -hmm. um especially just ari like i don't think this is a super great movie for like young girls to be watching? No. Like, these aren't people to look up to, and even though they're supposed to be, like, redeemed by the end of it. Yeah, I don't see them fully redeemed, because they do the right thing, especially the oldest, who is Taylor, I believe, who's played by, honestly, I don't know which one is which, Allie and AJ. Um, Allie... Allie, the oldest one. Allie's the oldest one. Yes. Okay, so the one who's played by Allie Taylor, she is a little bit more mature. She's older. So, like, they end up doing the right thing in the situation with the resources that they have. But, like, the resources that they have are like, oh, well, I'll give the the plant my $25,000 allowance. Yeah. I'll sell my brand new restored convertible Cadillac. Like, you know. Yeah. It's kind of, like, still out of touch. Like, yes, you did the right thing, but, like... Yeah. Um... And, of course, this is from a 2022 perspective. Exactly, yeah. This movie is, we said, 12 years old, or... No. No. Uh, 16. 16 years old. 16 years old, yeah. No. So, this movie could not come out now. No. There was, um, some commentary on, like, class differences, which some of it was pretty good. Some of it was a little weird. Like, you know, they had help in their house, and, you know, they had a friend whose mom was, like, their maid. Um, and And the help were all people of color. Which... Yeah. This was another note that I had that I just confirmed. So the younger one, Courtney, AJ, mm-hmm. Aji, um, she <laughs> has a friend who her mom like works for them or something or like works at the farm somehow. 
And so, like, they have less money, but her friend is kind of trying to pretend that they don't. It's very much, like, the click reminiscent. Yeah. And I was like, is that girl... Oh, good callback. Is that girl Susie Crabgrass from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide? And I didn't look it up, and I just did, and it is her! That's so funny. It's the actress is, um, Christian Serratos. I love that. I saw the funniest tweet on the planet the other day, and it said, Breaking CIA confirms Ned's survival guide was never actually declassified. I (laughs) chuckled about that for 45 minutes on and off. It made me laugh so hard. Oh, I just love the idea of that. Ned's declassified school survival guide. R.I.P. to the fact that we can't talk about Nickelodeon on this. (sighs) Next season, maybe. Next season. <laughs> um, but, yeah. If you ever do book club, we can talk about uh, Jeanette McCurdy's new book, and then we can talk about Nickelodeon. Yes. I really, yeah, this was not, much of this wasn't it. Yeah. Some of it was. was. Some of it was. But, um... Did you, before we get too far, do we have any thoughts yeah. for an actual child this week? We sure do. Maggie and I <gasps> watched the movie separately, so Ooh. I didn't get to see her thoughts um, as they played out. So she texted me her review. A child of the 21st century. Wait, before you go, I have an anecdote. I was walking yeah. home the other day, and I walked past these two little girls having a lemonade stand, like, on the street next to mine. And I was oh like, my oh my god, are you selling lemonade? And they were like, yeah. And I literally had just been on the phone with someone being like, oh, I see these girls in a lemonade stand. I'm going to hang up and call you back. And I was like, well, like, how much are you selling it for? And they were like, $2. But don't worry, we take Venmo. They were six and eight. Yeah. And I was like, children of the 21st century. They were like, don't worry, it's our moms. And I was like, yeah, I figured. Yeah. But you know what? I did Venmo their mom $2 for a cup of lemonade. Excellent. No, it's pretty good. Anyway, sorry, good. Maggie. I love that. Um. So yes, she titled it. She titled her text message "Cowbells." Yeah. Um. This movie has the most obscure, unrealistic plotline. The characters have about as much flavor as European food before they learned about other continents. And everyone here, besides, like, three people, suck. Three out of five. Only fun parts were, quote, get in the truck, Romeo, and the baby cow scene. That's so true, though. Those were two of the best scenes. And you know what? Did she lie? No, she didn't. She rated it higher than us. I know. She's always pretty, um, forgiving in her rating. She's kind. What can I say? Um, what was I gonna segue to? I don't remember. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't really have a ton of notes for this one. Um, because really, truly, like, get in the truck, Romeo, that was my, that was my quote. That was the one that I loved. That was funny. That character, so there's, um, 
a character who's like a French exchange student at their high school that the younger one, Chelsea, Courtney, yes. something, like has a crush on. She wants to take him to like the cotillion ball. Yeah. And he's like French and he, um, they end up like, you know, like going on a date and he's really nice. But one of my notes was, is Frenchie gay? Like it was kind of an, is he gay or European moment? Is he gay or European? I don't think he was, but like there were some times where I was like, is this plotline going to end up being like, cause she asks him to like be her date, but like English, his English isn't very good. And I was like, oh no, like, is he gay and this is going to embarrass her? But then you remembered that it's 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, this is very, nope, I lost it. I lost the plot. (laughs) Oh, speaking of, um, sorry, you're Legally Blonde, the musical reference there, for those of you Mm -hmm. who, you know, aren't playing. Have the same trauma as us and and got the reference. Um, but Allie Bennett who does the, who's been there, done that on TikTok, who does all the treadmill workout playlists. Oh, yes, 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 I love her. Viral. She just posted a new playlist today. It's all Broadway music. <gasps> oh, I'll have to check it out. We'll be doing that tomorrow morning. We'll report back. Amazing. I've only ever done one of hers, like, for real, but I have so many of them saved. And you know what? I just never am on the treadmill that long. They kick an ass. It's a little much sometimes. I never want to try that for more than, like, things. 12 minutes. I um, can, I normally am, like, fine with, like, half an hour, but there, if I'm going to go to the gym, I would rather be doing other things, frankly. Now, I want to talk about, speaking of one of Maggie's favorite points of the movie, the truck in the lake oh no she will she liked the cow but before we can talk about the cow we have to talk about the truck that gets sunk in the lake which again i know we haven't done it yet but is the exact same scene as in starstruck down to like the dialogue um oh that's interesting i've never seen starstruck so oh so basically i don't want to spoil anything but there's a scene where something happens to a car and someone says like you killed my car and it was like the exact same scene um I love that. but So, the oldest one, Taylor, you know, she gets her driver's license, and her dad gives her her mom's old car, which has been, like, refurbished. It's, like, a really nice, like, Cadillac convertible or something, but it's stick shift, and he's like, well, you need to learn how to drive stick shift, but you need to do it on a car that's not as nice. So, he gets the the son of one of his, like, business partners, like, a guy who owns the dairy farm that provides the milk for the dairy plant. Yeah. To, he's like, um... His son is going to teach you how to drive stick shift on a truck, which, hey, she was pretty good at it after a minute, and I could never, so props to her. But yeah. then she... young boy has to do this for Exactly, and they, like, they're totally, like, don't like each other. Like, he thinks she's stuck up, and she thinks he's, like, you know, she thinks he's also stuck up, and, like, you know, she's smarter than he thinks, and they're just, like, total opposites. Um... And then they kind of have, like, a bonding moment over a cow, but then she forgot to put the brake on his car, and she sinks his car in, like, a small pond. Um, Yeah. 
so and then so she has to work to pay off the like repairs and like getting fishing it out um and then she also gets in trouble because she and her sister actually like their whole kitchen on fire yeah um which then the the set they show after like that fire would have caused way more damage than like just the oven being burnt yeah but i digress and can i make a note here yeah this is the sort of thing when I'm talking about, there were just, like, a few too many of this sort of, like, accident, incident things with them, like, just not knowing. It got boring. Yeah, and every time they would go, like, oh my god, daddy, we're so sorry, we're the worst, you know, we're absolutely the worst, we'll never do it again. And it was like, no, like, that's not what an apology is. No, and I also, I was like, okay, we get it. They have had a drastically different life. Let's move along. Let's give them something here. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we first see this son of the cow man. What's his he's name? He's the cowboy. Like, I don't remember. Jackson? <laughs> he's the cowboy? <laughs> well, if he's the son of the cow man. I don't know he's his the name. He's son. He's the cow son. Cow son. He looks vaguely like um, Jess from Gilmore Girls. He absolutely does. And I wrote, one of my notes was, is he cute? Like, I couldn't really tell. And I said, are they going to get together? Which, of course, they did. Spoiler alert. Um, But then, like, 10 or 15 minutes later, like, you know, she ruins his car um, she tells her dad. Her dad, like, writes a check. And she's gonna go deliver it. And she and him are, like, excited to see each other. Even though they still, like, don't like each other at this point. But, like, there's, like, a montage. And it was, like, a hot guy montage. Where they showed yeah. him, like, showering. And then, like, putting on his nice shirt. And, like, spraying cologne. And I was, like. <gasps> <laughs> and then she stood him up. <laughs> yeah. But. No- it was like a little it was a little spicy. It was. It there was a lot going on there. Um but then she stands him up and they don't like each other again until later in the movie she shows up to give him the check again cuz like she keeps standing him up. I don't know. She's busy with the failing family business. She has to give him the truck and they're like the cow is giving birth. And then he like sees her be nice to a cow and then all of a sudden in the next scene they're holding hands and they kiss. Men. They're so emotional. Don't get me wrong, like, they were kind of cute together, but it was so, it was such a fast transition. It was, as Maggie said, the whole thing was a little convoluted. Yeah. And Lizzie and I love a slow burn. But, I want the slow burn to make sense. I want you to be like, there's a reason I'm rooting for these people. Yeah. It didn't, well, never mind, I won't say that on the pod. Um, no, say it. I no, say I'm, it. I'm not going to say that on the pod. Oh, I'll mind. tell you later. Okay. Um, this movie did kind of put me in, like, a small town yeehaw, like, mood, surprisingly. Excellent. And that takes a lot for you. Yeah, you, you know me, I'm a city slicker. You are. 
Um, I, they're like most of the working class people like at their dad's factory were pretty resentful of these girls. And I think for good reason, although they are children and like they shouldn't have been like griping about these children to their face. Like perhaps once the girls were gone, then maybe it's like not necessarily good, but like more appropriate for adults to be like, oh my God, these girls like kind of, you know, made us be unproductive today at work and, you know, they're spoiled and their dad is our boss and he might have stolen money. But to their face, these adults are being like pretty mean. Um, but there were a couple of the employees that were very nice, including one woman who, again, I apologize to her. I don't remember her name. She was the one who played like, the cello and sang. Oh, oh God. What was her name? Oh, look it up real quick. I feel like maybe it started with an Fran. Oh, that's not an M. All right. Fran Walker. She was very nice. And like, she stood up for them. She was kind of taking charge. Um, I liked her. Yes. No, she was good. She was probably the best of the adults. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she was kind of like leading everyone as like, because their dad left on this, like, country club trip, and then, like, immediately the money went missing, and he couldn't be reached. And I don't know why it took them, like, a week to reach him. Like, at first, it was like, yeah. well, he's on an airplane, so that's why they can't reach him. But then they were like, well, he's out of cell service. And it's like, okay, then call the country club he's at. Like, you know where he is. Yes. And, and they were like, oh... Uncle Bob is going to find him, but then we find out Uncle Bob is the one who stole the money in the first place. So clearly Uncle Bob is, and they find this out, like, within minutes. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so clearly Uncle Bob is not going to find your dad. How come no one else is trying to find your dad? Well, that is an excellent point. And that was, like... The whole movie could have been about an hour shorter. Yeah, if someone had called the dad... Yeah. Like, it was 2006. It wasn't 1960. You didn't have to write a letter to him. He's the owner of the company. Yeah. And it wasn't even like, oh, eventually they got a hold of him and he came home because of an emergency. Like, he just, like, came home because he missed his daughters and went to the party. And then at the party, he realized someone else told him that, no, your daughters, like, there's been an emergency. Like, he was clueless. Bad parenting. Bad CEO, or whatever. I mean, they made him out to be, like, a pretty nice boss. Like, he let them play music on their break. I don't know. I don't know. I guess, you know, boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, I'm gonna play my banjo in company time. Does that work? Yeah, and also, let's not... This is big dairy propaganda, first and foremost. Oh, Absolutely. As two girls who can't drink cow milk, why Never. are we even talking about this? Why are we entertaining this notion? I know. They need to do a remake about the almond milk industry. And talk about saving no, water. Isn't the almond milk industry kind of evil? Well, it, I don't know if it's evil, but it, it uses a lot of water. Hmm. But I don't know if it uses more water than the dairy industry. Well, I don't know that either, but... I don't know anything. All I just know is that it hurts my tummy. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, a girl who I work with said the funniest thing to me today. We were talking about how, like, oh god, I just don't want to know. We were talking about the news. I was like, I don't want to know. I'm good. And she said, I love being stupid. I love to not know things. (laughs) It's like, yeah. Me too. Although we have to acknowledge our privilege to be able to, you know, disregard the news. Decide to not. Yeah. Decide to not pay attention to it because we know that whatever happens may or may not be pertinent to our lives. Yeah. 99% of the time, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know who didn't recognize their privilege? Who? The girls in this movie. Oh my god, no they didn't. Even at the end, like the very last scene... Oh, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. I was say there was never even a moment where they were like, wow, like, these people work so hard. Like, yeah, I'm so yeah. lucky. And even they at the very so end, like, when, hero. yeah, when their dad comes back and, you know, basically all the money is gone, like, there's, the business is starting over basically from scratch in terms of finances. And he's like, you know, we have to cut back, like, we're living the austerity measures. And the younger sister's like, we can still like like buy new shoes and stuff. Like not not like cutting back doesn't mean cutting off, right? So like the yeah. whole joke of the last scene is like, oh no, but like they haven't really changed. They haven't really learned. They like got to play heroes for like a week. Yeah. It was yeah. I just I would like to see them remake it now. For a twenty twenty. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. I think it would be very interesting. And I wonder if they would keep... Because, I don't know, I think there's not a lot of good ways to play off of this different class dynamic. Mm-hmm. And especially because the way that the film industry just is by nature at this point, I feel like it's always going to come off in some way, shape, or form, condescending towards... Yeah, or insincere, or... People who have less money. Mm-hmm. And have less opportunity. So. Mm-hmm. And di- the thing, like, Disney could do a good decom, you know, about checking your privilege. Of course. They have the resources, they have the writers, they can do a good story, but then, you know, we just watched a three-part series kind of all about privilege and systemic issues, and... The, the white girl protagonist didn't really do a lot of checking her privilege. Yep. She had three whole movies. She had like, I don't know, six hours? Five hours worth? Yeah. And the whole time it was just, well, what about me? Yeah. So. And that's what this movie was. It was just a condensed version of that. Mm-hmm. But like, they got to wear like, cowboy boots. And not cheer uniforms. My god, there was so much yogurt in this movie. Yeah, in case you're wondering, it's my and so much, so much physical comedy with the yogurt. They got yogurt all over them at least three times. Yeah, that was a lot. It was a lot. Like, I, know, I feel like Allie and AJ are other former child stars. That I would be very interesting in hearing more about their experiences working for Disney. 
Mm-hmm. I read maybe like a year or two ago a short article, like interview with them. Yeah. But I would want to go back and find it. I know because it was like they were stars like, you know, in like the early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. And they're like from Texas and they like got to meet the then president at the time, George Bush. And so like there was a lot of they were given a lot of flack for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah it'd be you, interesting. Because they seem like relatively well-adjusted adults. Yeah. Well, and that's, like, I like the fact that they have their music career, but they've gone back and, like, they still do their songs that they did when they were, like, child stars. And, oh, like, yeah. Potential breakup them. song when they re-released yeah. that, like, a year ago. That was everything. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. Um, um, but yeah, if you find that interview, send it to me and yeah. I will link it in show notes. Definitely. I'll look for that. Um, and this is actually a fun little segue because <laughs> next week we're continuing oh, yeah. our Allie and AJ-a-thon, yes, which is really so just good. an AJ-a-thon, an Allie-a-thon? I'm so stupid. Hold on. We're doing an alley-a-thon next week. I don't know. I don't know which one of them is which. Like, full disclosure. I thought that they were twins until I was fully in college. I know. Um, because next week, we will be doing... Now You See It. I'm so excited. I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a couple of years. I remember really liking this movie. I definitely haven't watched this movie in the better part of a decade. You know what? I know exactly where I was. The last time I watched this movie, I was in this exact spot in this exact room. Weird, but okay. Which is weird, but it was because I was painting this room while my parents were out of town. And I was starting my... It was like in 2020, and that was when I started my quest to watch every decom. That's cute. And I was in this room, I remember. So it's been at least two years. Um, and, I, and that's now, a great one. I'm excited for next week. And now you've been doing a podcast about DCOMs for almost a year. Oh my god. Um, comes full so circle. Transitioning out of talking about this movie and transitioning into generally talking about the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So we went through, we had a little meeting last night and talked about our upcoming schedule and mm-hmm. desires Plans, and all sorts of things little projects that we're going to work on for the pod um from now until the end of the year and we were doing a little deep dive of our analytics which we love to do and there were some really interesting things that i thought we would put in here at the end so the first thing jarring oh so the, the scandal we don't, we don't pay a ton of attention to our gender demographics when it comes to analytics. Mostly because it doesn't matter. Um, And also mostly because we are 100% certain all of the time that the majority of our listeners identify as female. Yeah. Or, like, our, our like, six closest friends and that's it, who are all, like, 23-year-old women. It's normally about, like... 70% 70% people who identify as women. Mm-hmm. Um, about, you know, 4% people who identify as 
non-binary, and the rest are people who identify as men. And just the rest. And yesterday, I couldn't oh do that. Oh my math. god. I couldn't. Yesterday, we looked. More than half. The majority of our audience listeners identify as male. Shook. Which is, yeah, shocking. So if you're a guy who listens, like, pull up in the DMs or something. Like, unless you're, like, my dad. Like, I know that you listen. Well, but other than that. And Sam LaRoe. Sam. Our friends Justin and Ian, maybe. Yeah, my dad sometimes. Other than that. Not my dad. That's for certain. I can't think of anyone. Unless, like, some people are, like, using their parents' iCloud accounts, and it's, like, linked to their dad's, like, credit card. Yeah. But, Um, you know, if you feel comfortable, tell us who you are. Yeah. This was a very... the girls, the gays, and the bays, you know. And the guys. Yeah. Because they're straight men. We're rocking with Mark. Literally. Um, so that yeah. was an interesting one. Yeah, we have, um... But, the one that was really exciting is we went through and we counted because... So, when you look at our geographical analytics, it gives you the country. And then when you mm-hmm. click the country, you can generally see, like, the region where you have listeners in that country or sometimes, like, down to the town. But when you click on the United States, it tells you the state, and then you can look in the towns in that state. Mm-hmm. And we have listeners in 32 out of 50 states, which is so That's exciting. so crazy. And I am actually, we're recording this on Wednesday. Um, I'm going to put up a map tonight of our <gasps> listenership. Um, and if you know people in states where we don't have listeners who live there who you think would be interested in the podcast... Please send it, because I. Oh, would that's such a good idea. Fill our map. I would love to get all fifty states, ideally by the end of the year. That would be incredible. Fifty states for fifty podcasts. We've gotten the entire East Coast. We have oh, all of them on the Eastern Seaboard. We have a good little selection in the Midwest. We've gotten the entire West Coast. Um, we've gotten, we have Texas, we don't have Hawaii or Alaska, so I would like to do that, but we're missing a mm-hmm. lot of our, a lot of our friends to the north there, on the northern border, and then some other ones just generally scattered around the center of the country, obviously. Um, oh, I'm so excited. Oh my god, our, our quest to 50 states. Yes, our quest to 50 states, and I will update every Uh, time we get a new state. That's such a fun challenge. Wait, I love that. It's so fun. Um, And then after crying in the club right now. Every country in the world. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of countries. We have some surprising ones. If you're the girl listening from Tel Aviv, like, also pull up. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Very exciting. It's very exciting. Yeah, if you're listening from Tanzania, pull up. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say, I in last week's episode, we did 
I'm sorry. Our friend just sent me a picture of his ridiculous swollen ankle. And I feel really bad for him, but it's also very concerning and distracting. Do not show it to um, me. Close that phone. No. So last week I talked about my theory that adventure movies are coming back and I stand by that. And I put on our Instagram today, have you listened yet to last week's episode about Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah. And I put a little question thing that said also, is Lizzie right? Are adventure movies making a comeback? And in typical slumber party pod Instagram follower fashion, um, nobody answered. So I'm going to take that as people thought I was so right that they were so flabbergasted they couldn't even bring themselves to answer. So, um, I did want to say in the month of September, I'm doing adventure movie month and I'm watching 20 adventure movies throughout the month just for myself personally, but I will be putting the list of all the movies that I'm watching on our Instagram as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like a reading list, but a watch list. Because we can watch things that aren't made by the mouse. Yeah. That's a lie. All we can watch is Zombies 3, so, right, Hannah? Well, we, yeah, I mean, you know, here's, to be, to be transparent, you know, we're doing a lot of planning. Um, we have, now you see it next week, we have a very exciting anniversary celebration planned for the week after. Um, maybe multiple episodes, who knows? Maybe multiple guests. We know, but you don't. Yeah, maybe some guests, you don't know yet. Um, and then after that is my birthday episode and we're full circle. Um, and I don't know what I want to watch because all I want to watch is Zombies 3. <laughs> she was almost on the verge of tears when we were having our meeting yesterday. Because I was like, I don't know, just pick anything you want to watch. You can pick any of them. You can revisit one that we've already watched. And she said, but all I want to watch is Zombies 3. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Guys, it's so funny. Um, it's my new hyperfixation. Yeah. Yep. My new hyperfixation is Pinterest. Oh, I love Pinterest. I've been on Pinterest more in the last week than maybe I have in the last year. I got back into it probably like this January. Loving it. My cousin has been the victim of this because I sent her 17,000 things a day that I found on Pinterest that I'm like, should I make that? And she's like, no, do not have too much ambition. And she's right. But there you go. All right. Well, do you have anything else you'd like to say? Any announcements you'd like to make? Um, I don't think so, no. Uh, you know, we've been having people message us and tell us, you know, what they want for the pod going forward. But again, if you haven't yet, um, please do. Feel free to message us. People have had ideas about merch, maybe, or different new segments, maybe, which could be really fun. And if you have a movie you want us to do, let us know. We have a we have a goal to do 50 podcasts by the end of the year, so we're going to crank some out. We think we can do well, it. Well, we're not going to do, like, an additional 50. We're going to get to episode 50. Yeah, we're going to get to episode 50. Yeah, I, yeah, 50 by the end of the year. 50 total. Um, but, yeah, please, you know, engage on Instagram. We've been more active on there. I've been posting some memes. I think that they're fun. I love a good meme. Oh, also, um, shout out to everyone who... Um, just silently let us do our thing when I posted those shirtless pictures of Ross Lynch on our Instagram story. Yeah. Not Thank you for just letting up. us be. 
Not a shout out to my mom who blatantly ignored my warning that said family members do not watch the following two stories. And she watched them anyway? Of course she did. And you know what? I should have seen that one coming. I should have, but she's known me for 23 years. She knew what to expect. The cowboy um, hat? Are you kidding me? Ugh. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> that was too much. That was too Anyway, much. we're rambling. <laughs> anyway, we're just trying to um, fill space. Um, yeah, I mean, we're already at 52 minutes. I think we can wrap up. Um, you know, should. <laughs> final call to action. Lizzie already said it. If you have a friend in a state that we don't have listeners in, recommend it to them. If you have friends in states that we already have filled in, who cares? Recommend it to them, too. We want everyone to listen. We want to take over we the world. Want or at least the Disney Channel original movie mm-hmm. podcast space. Also, if you have any people who do, like, fun, or if you have any podcasts that not necessarily talk about Disney movies, but if you do have ones to talk about Disney movies, but ones you love of people who talk about movies, please let us know what they are. Because... We listen to so many podcasts, like, truly too many, and so few of them are actually, like, movie-related, considering we're people who have a movie-based podcast. Um, Yeah. We're trying to rectify that, personally. Yeah, I just listen to a lot of podcasts of girls talking about silly little things, which is fun. But I mean, that's what this is. Mm-hmm. Silly Little Things and Kenny Ortega. Oh, I love it. Anywho. Should I take us out? Take me out to the ball game. Oh, I don't have the outline. Maybe I can do this from memory. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it can't be worse than last week's. <laughs> okay. Should I do it in a southern accent, or is that too much with me just trying to remember it? The world's your oyster. Thank you for listening to the Slumber Party Podcast, a deep dive into DCOMs. This episode was edited by Lizzie and collectively conceived of as a postgrad crisis by Lizzie and Hannah. We thank you for listening. This podcast was distributed by Anchor, and we hope you'll join us again next week. Yeehaw! Oh, Now we have to re-record the whole thing because I didn't do it in that. So, anyway, um, thank you all for listening to this uh, country episode of the oh, Slumber Party wow. Podcast. I said I was going to do this whole thing in a southern accent. Oh my god. Lizzie, yeah. how come your southern accent is better than mine? I am every woman. It's all in me. Girl. Girl. My southern accent is my customer service voice. I talk in accents a lot to myself. Uh, See, I'm not good at fake accents, but if I get in my customer service headspace, then I get into my country accent. Yeah. Because old people here, they like to be talked to like that. Yeah. Welcome to the pub. Can I see y'all inside or outside? Anyway.